Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. As Hurricane Ian made landfall in South Carolina, the cleanup just beginning in Florida. Speaking from the White House, President Biden says help is on the way. I've ordered more than 400 personnel from the Army Corps of Engineers to Florida with more than 250 generators to enable power supplies for key locations like hospitals and shelters. Hurricane Ian has winds now at 85 miles per hour and is tracking to the northeast. It will move through South Carolina, then North Carolina. Also at townhall.com, although Vladimir Putin is formally claiming four more areas of Ukraine as part of Mother Russia, the BBC's Hugo Bashega says Ukrainians don't see it that way. This morning, we had an update that the Ukrainians seem to be going ahead with their uh, plan uh, to encircle the city of Liman uh, in the Donetsk region. This is a key city for the Russians because it's a major hub for the Russians to resupply troops in the east. President Biden has denounced the action by Putin. The Senate on Thursday approving a short-term government funding bill less than two days ahead of a looming shutdown deadline on Friday night. Bernie Bennett has that story. Senators voted 72 to 25 to advance the bill, sending must-pass legislation to the House, where it is expected to pass swiftly before heading to President Biden's desk for signature. The bill will temporarily allow the government to remain funded at the current spending levels through mid-December giving negotiators and leadership more time to work out a larger agreement on how to fund the government for fiscal year 2023, which begins Saturday. A growing number of House conservatives and some in the Senate have been pressing for leadership to wait until January to set new funding limits as the GOP hopes to take back control of Congress. Bernie Bennett, Washington. Stocks continue to move uh, down in the red. The Dow is off 307 points. The Nasdaq down 67. More at townhall.com. The secret to the market beat stock pick strategy is so simple, it is going to drive you crazy. Ask yourself, is this current market making you sick? Logging into your brokerage account day after day only to see lots of red? Well, let me tell you a secret. The best stocks to own are the companies that are consistently printing real profits year over year. The crazy thing is that it's even more effective in months like right now. Down markets means everything goes on sale, including these profit printing machines. Want to stop playing the loser's game and guessing what the next hot stock will be? Market Beat is about to text you our new report. Seven stocks to buy and hold forever when you text the word profit to 68285. These companies print billions each year in profit and show no sign of slowing down. Get your free copy of seven stocks to buy and hold forever. Just text profit to 68285. Text the word profit to 68285. Don't wait. This report is only available for a limited time. Text the word profit to 68285. Standard message and data rates may apply. Please consult with your investment or tax professional. South Korea, U.S. and Japanese warships. Real Talk Radio Network weather brought to you by the Rick and Tracy Ellis Real Estate Team. Things are starting to get pretty dry out there. We do need some rain, but there is none in the forecast. Today, mostly sunny, mild again, a high temperature of 73. Tonight, clear and cold. Great for those evening football games, 45. The overnight low, dry, sunny weekend. High temperature Saturday and Sunday will be a touch warmer with highs in the mid-70s. Little day-to-day change heading into next week. I'm Fox 2 News meteorologist Chris Higgins for the Real Talk Radio Network. The Real Talk Radio Network salutes you, the Freedom Fighter. We fight by supporting your radio station, getting the message out of what you guys are doing. We support small businesses. We support the farmers. We're not going to be out in the street protesting. We're going to do it with our money and our brains. Keep fighting the good fight, and we'll be right there with you. 
the Real Talk Radio Network. When Kel Brazil left the Real Talk Radio Network morning show, we were all devastated. But now, she's back. I'm real excited that Kel's back on. When I heard you were back on the morning show, I was totally thrilled. Oh, God bless you. Thank you. And that's what I started listening again. Just like getting a long-lost love back. Kel Brazil, weekday mornings from 6 till 9 on the Real Talk Radio Network. He grew up fighting for America the right way. Instilled in him was Christian and conservative values. He's a political science major. He's even an author of conservative prudence, fighting for America the right way. He is Victor Nieves. Like I say all the time, if you don't know the Constitution, if you don't know your rights, well, then frankly, you stand no chance whatsoever at ever being able to defend or protect those rights. The Victor Nieves Show, weekday afternoons at 5 on the Real Talk Radio Network. Are you thinking about buying or selling a home? Are you looking to build or buy land? Maybe you're thinking about making some home improvements or you have questions about building inspections and home repairs. If so, tune in to the Rick and Tracy Ellis Show every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. and Sunday at 10 a.m. where you'll hear all of the information about real estate. Freedom fighters all over the greater Seabose area are finding the Real Talk Radio Network. I listen out here in Cuba, Missouri, every day. You guys are getting the word out. I spread the word as much as I can. And, uh, God bless you guys for all you do. I hope you have a sensational day. We're listening. That's why you guys keep getting the message out. That 107.3, as the old truckers used to say, is wall to wall and three top tall out here. We like it. Keep listening and keep spreading the word, and we'll keep the truth coming. The Real Talk Radio Network. The views and opinions of the following program are not necessarily those of the staff, management, ownership, or sponsors of the Real Talk Radio Network. Portions may be pre-recorded. This is the Real Talk Radio Network, the voice of freedom. Report a shot fired at officers trying to stop the vehicle. We have uh, one officer shot. We got shots fired. Sounded like an automatic firearm. Have we covered Shots fired. We have an active shooter. We have an active shooter inside the fairground. Now it's Shots Fired with your host, T.J. Kurgan and Dinah Death Milberg. Yeah, no, it's still not T.J. Sorry, guys. I am Dinah Death Milberg here filling in for T.J. as he decided to extend his Florida stay. Uh, he is wrapping up some stuff, cleaning up at his place in Clearwater, and then he's actually headed down to Fort Myers to uh, help out with some of the cleanup there where it really got hit bad. Um, so if you're one to call in today, we'll get this out of the way right off the bat, 636-224-6300. That is 636-224-6300. Uh, ah, you know, I was thinking about this earlier because there's really nothing new. We've We've beat stuff to death this week. So, I was thinking we'd just do war stories. It would be better if it was Wednesday, so it could be War Story Wednesday, but that would interfere with War Crime Wednesday. Yes, yes. And War Crime Wednesday is a sacred holiday. <laughs> it really is. So, I don't know. We'll do, we'll do war stories. I'm trying to think of something that stands out. And I think this is a good one for people listening, because this is all about shots fired, home defense and stuff. So, we'll go with the first time you got shot at. Hmm. My story is actually somewhat embarrassing. It's not glorious at all. So I'll let you go first, unless you need to. I, I gotta think about this. So, um, 
I'll start because mine was pathetic. Uh, we were, I don't know, maybe two months into my first appointment. Um, this is early 2006, like March, April. Uh, we were just east of Syrian border, like walking distance to the Syrian border, uh, north west of Fallujah. Really bad area, but out in the middle of nowhere. Um, our company plus, so around 130 people, took over what was previously a battalion plus areas, AO, uh, area operations. So our 130-ish guys took over a spot that was originally controlled by like 11 or 1,200 people. So we were stretched in, overworked, underslept, under eight, and just oh, yeah. exhausted all the time. Um, very common with tactics throughout both Iraq and Afghanistan. They don't hit you right off the bat. They'll uh, they'll probe. They'll kind of hit you a few times here and there, put you in a little bit of a lull where you're like, oh, okay, this isn't this bad. We were actually kind of worried. We're like, man, I guess guess we missed the war. Nothing was really going on. <laughs> There's a few IEDs here and there, some pop shots, but nothing real kinetic. Uh, I eventually regretted that statement, but I will never forget uh, my first time. It was late at night. We were coming back from a patrol. Uh, I was in a mobile assault platoon where basically we rolled around in Humvees uh, looking for a fight. And uh, coming back, I'm tired. I'm I'm paying attention, but I'm being a little lazy, looking around through my NVGs, same streets I always went through. And uh, some of the other turret gunners had slingshots, and we'd get bored, and we'd throw rocks at each other, shoot stuff out of slingshots at each other. And uh, so we're driving around, and all of a sudden, I just hear schwack on my armor. I'm like, here we go again. And then again, ting. I'm like, hey, guys, seriously, come on, cut it out. And uh, I'm just here, hey, it wasn't me. And all of a sudden, happens again, and I thought I heard something right before this smack, and... Right as I'm trying to figure out what what was that, uh, comes over the radio. We had intercom systems between gunners, and uh, my buddy Joey. I just hear him yelling, "Down gunners, down gunners, down sniper, sniper." I'm like, "Where?" <laughs> and right as I get out, like, "Where?" And I'm looking around, like, "There's no sniper." Whack! Like right by my head on the armor. I'm like, "Oh, oh, he's shooting at me." That's what the noise <laughs> is, and everything clicked. I have never been so terrified in my life. Um, I identified the direction it was coming from, and unfortunately, because I was a 50-gunner, I couldn't shoot back because he was between us and our Ford operating base. Mm. And because it's a 50-cal, it would have ripped through every single building in sight and put at risk our own forces. So we couldn't even return fire. So (laughs) embarrassingly enough, I uh, dropped down in the Humvee, and our doc and our... uh, my vehicle commander were in there, and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, they're shooting at me. Like, Shoot back. I'm like, I can't. I'm like, we'll get up there. Like, no, you. I'm not getting back up there, man. You want somebody up there, you're going to have to get up there. I'm like, I can't shoot back. What am I going to do up there? Well, oh, keep an eye on him. Oh, what? So I can still not shoot at him? And uh, I <laughs> I stayed in the truck until we got back to the FOB inside base. And uh, I'm like, man. I'm I'm never gonna chicken out like that again. All right, I got my first, first you know, wuss out moment out of the way. Now I know what this feels like. All right, I hope next time is a little bit more uh, 
glorious than that because that that was straight embarrassing and sucked. But there's nothing you can do. No, I mean, unless you're like a 240 or a 249, I mean, a little bit more direct. It's not going to rip through everything or lob some uh, 40 mic mics in there. Yeah. And that's the hard thing is we knew the direction, but we didn't have like, we didn't have PID uh, for anybody listening that's positive identification. You have to usually see at least a muzzle flash, a weapon. This was early 2006, so rules of engagement were loose, to say the least. Loose like East Side St. Louis on a Friday night loose. I mean, loose. And, uh, yeah, I, we still couldn't fire on that one because it's like I knew a direction. That, that was about it. So, what about you? What was your first time getting shot at? Um, man, I'd I'd been mortared and I'd been blown up a lot more than uh than actual small arms uh, to start with. Probably probably the first time like actually getting shot at small arms fire would have been same kind of thing rolling down. Uh, I think it was Route Irish uh, from uh, Biop uh, in uh, in Baghdad there, and just uh hear ping, it's like looking around, kind of like oh, what was that? Ping ping like. Oh, that's that's the armor, and I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I mean, I'm I'm six four, so I, there's not really much of me like trying to hide in the turret. So I'm kind of nope. like tucked down as much as I could. And I'm just like, well, let me see if I can see someone so I can shoot back. But I mean, there wasn't small arm. I mean, we dealt more with IEDs and more with mortars um, in Iraq, um, Afghanistan. Uh, by then, I mean it was you hear something blow up, you hear a gunshot, you're just like, oh, yeah, it didn't hit me. I'm good. Yeah, we um, uh, we had a fair amount of both. We had. There was three mobile assault platoons on my first deployment, uh, Spartan 1, Spartan 2, Spartan 3. I was Spartan 3. We were the bastard Spartan company because originally there was two. They did the entire workup before our deployment, training as a mobile assault platoon. So they had, you know, actual, air quotes, training on being a mobile assault platoon. The AO was so big and the operation tempo picked up so much that two mobile assault platoons was not enough. I mean, they were staying out. All day, every day, they were starting to crash. Like was it became too much. Or 2006. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just too much for them to handle. So they're like, "Hey, we've got extra bodies. We don't need an entire uh, platoon at this fob. You guys can spare some dudes. We're going to convert you into a third map platoon. Figure it out. You have machine gunners. You guys can figure out the rest. So we had to just kind of make it up as we went." And it made a lot of the other mobile assault platoons mad because our section actually had this weird innate ability to always end up in the middle of the the shiznit hitting oh, yeah. the family. Like, yeah. Every time. Even though we weren't the original OG beloved map, we are the bastard map section. We got hit constantly. Um, we went through 32 Humvees in six months. Nice. Between just running them to the ground, uh, destroying them, catching on fire, burning them, blowing them up, IEDs, getting shot to crap, just everything. I, I think it was like 32 or 36 Humvees in six months we went through. That's expensive, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Considering how much money was in all those, that's that's a chunk of money. Um, well, it wasn't hard, though, with those either, because that had all the uh, those bolt-on frag kits, the armor kits, so, I mean... You took a, a small uh, explosion. You guys had armor. They must have liked us better then. We had a uh, we had like this armor sections, but then I I just had the teacup armor on the turret. Like uh, I've 
all the, I, we'd see all the army guys with like the glass and like the massive. Chunks I, I didn't of armor have that. Them. Yeah, they had, well, they had the bolt-on armor kits for like the doors, and okay, it was put yeah. so much weight on the doors that like you'd get hit, and the doors would like, the hinges would just break, and the doors would fall off, and then you're like, oh, no, I got no door now. I mean, you, this is great. You, you didn't need doors anyways. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it'd have been more fun without that. Doors are overrated. Roll around the back of pickup truck like the old days. You you could in 03, and everybody's like, oh my gosh, they did the invasion in thin skin. IEDs weren't a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was small arms fire, but you could also shoot back from the Humvee. Yeah. That's the benefit. I would have minded that. It's the IEDs where you definitely wouldn't have won thin skin for that. I mean, even now, though, like the IEDs that they're making, I mean, they're they're so strong that they're, I mean, they're just tearing apart. Like, I mean, the, the MATVs were, were made to withstand that, and, uh, yeah, the one that I was in, and uh, was I guess 2010, had it been a direct hit under the, the underside of that, I mean, we'd have been nothing left. Like, it, I mean, yeah. tore a whole, the whole front of the truck off. So, yeah, was, Humvees were not designed to be able to take IED blasts. They were at first they were just for movements. Then they up armored them so they could take small arms fire. But even at that point, they were never meant to be able to get hit by IEDs. The MRAPs that was specifically designed. Well, that's but then they, I mean, they just the massive IEDs that they started making at that point. It didn't matter oh, what yeah. you were in. Yeah, if you've got you know five hundred thousand pounds of explosives, there, oh, yeah. there is no armor that's going to really help. No, um, yeah, it was <laughs> good times. Miss those times. days. I mean, it was. I don't know how stupid is that that like that's the part we actually miss. You would yeah, think. I mean, that's yeah. not. They might say we have a few issues. Uh, yeah, possible. Well, it's because your life was pretty simple then. Don't die. Try to make the other dude die first. Yeah. Pretty simple times. Still their blood, not yours. Do you want to uh, shoot us a phone call? 636-224-6300. We'll be right back after this break. She calls me the life and I wear the David mask. I guess the stones are coming too fast for her now. Giuliani. Real Talk Radio Network plays a very, very big role in making sure the American people get to know what they need to know. I'm very, very proud to be a part of it. We try to cover the things that are covered up, whether it's about COVID or about Afghanistan or about Biden's incapacity or about the inflation or about what I call the express train to socialism, which Biden has us on. The Rudy Giuliani Show, weeknights from 7 to 8 on the Real Talk Radio Network. Listen to us, and we're listening to you. Deborah Pacific, Missouri, and I listen to Real Talk 16 hours a day. Why not more? (laughs) Because I'm sleeping. Support the Real Talk Radio Network and our sponsors. I have a list of the supporters, or the advertisers, and I'm going to support them. And keep the voice of freedom alive. I think it's incredible, and I think Tracy and Rick have gone out on the limb to support our nation. I am just so grateful. Just so grateful for that. This is the Real Talk Radio Network. Behind the Bush with Billy and Christy Bush. I'm Christy Bush with my husband, Billy Bush. They'll keep you updated on what's going on with the Bush family. And just like the reality show, you never know what's going to happen. Hey, hello, Billy. With your wonderful husband, Billy Bush. You always got to say wonderful husband. I have been a really good husband over the last 30 some odd years, right? We will just say... <laughs> Billy Bush. Behind the Bush with Billy and Christy Bush. We're lucky to have each other, aren't we, darling? Uh-huh. Saturday nights at 7, exclusively on the Real Talk Radio Network. And I ain't gonna buckle under the weight of the past. 
Hey, this is St. Charles County Sheriff Scott Lewis from the Sheriff Lewis Investigates show on Saturday evenings from 6 to 7, where we debunk fake news in the corporate media. We'll bring guests in that'll give you an inside scoop and what's going on in the law enforcement world and the bigger criminal justice system. That's the Sheriff Lewis Investigates show Saturday evenings from 6 to 7 p.m. on the Real Talk Radio Network. Steve Hauer here, inviting you to listen to my program, The Hauer Hour, heard on this station every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. with a repeat broadcast at 6 p.m. The Hauer Hour boldly shares God's truth and love. Love that avoids the truth is not true love, and truth taught without compassion has no impact. Jesus defined himself as the way, the truth, and the key to abundant life. Whether you know it or not, he considers you his precious child. He's eager to welcome you home. The real estate market is changing rapidly. Don't Don't get get left left behind. After 25 years in the business, we have worked through the highs and lows. We understand the market and what it takes to get you top dollar. Your home can have its own commercial right here on Real Talk Radio Network. Call Rick or Tracy Ellis with EXP Realty for a private consultation today at 636-299-3702 or visit TracyEllis.com. Real talk, real folks, they keep me inspired. real issues. This is the Real Talk Radio Network. We are back, guys. So, something else completely off subject that I wanted to talk about that came through. Uh, this is, this hurts my brain. So, Smith & Wesson is being sued over the advertising they've done by Highland Park victims. Uh, this article from Firearms Chronicle from uh, yesterday Gunmaker Smith & Wesson is among those named in new lawsuits filed by legal arms of every town for gun safety and Brady, along with several other law firms, on behalf of some of the victims and family members of those killed in the July 4th shooting in Highland Park, Illinois, along with the shooter himself, his father, and the Illinois gun store that sold the Smith & Wesson rifle to the suspect. This hurts oh, my brain. The lawsuit accuses Smith & Wesson of using advertising and marketing to target, quote-unquote, troubled young men like the 21-year-old accused of the attack on the Independence Day parade in the Chicago suburb, though the evidence provided by the gun control groups is pretty uncompelling. Plaintiff Liz Turnipseed argues that Smith & Wesson ads mimic the shooter's eye-view popularized by video games, use misleading imagery of apparent military or law enforcement personnel, and emphasize the MMP-15's combat features, all with a dangerous appeal to impulsive young men with hero complexes and or militaristic delusions. Advertising texts also build the rifle as, quote-unquote, capable of handling as many rounds as you are and providing, quote-unquote, pure adrenaline, one ad shows the MP15 on a dark background above the phrase "Kick Brass" in a bold red font and capital letters. The advertisements and marketing tactics described above demonstrate that Smith and Wesson knowingly marketed, advertised, and promoted the rifle to civilians for illegal purposes, including to carry out offensive military-style combat missions against their perceived enemies. Her, her attorneys argue. Huh? 
Yeah. Wow. So, because they advertised the AR as capable of handling as many rounds as you are, a statement to its reliability, and pure adrenaline, because it's enjoyable to shoot, and kick brass, and red... How how are they drawing that that is is inspiring you to go on a shooting rampage of innocent civilians? How does that have anything to do with Smith & Wesson? Like... Yeah. That, no, they're trying to say they're marketing specifically. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, how, how does that? How? Like, where are they getting this from? Like, now, this is just a lawsuit. This could get laughed at and kicked out immediately. But I'm not going to put my hopes up for that. I this, mean, from what we've age? seen so far, yeah. But this is just unreal. I mean, that was pretty vague <laughs> advertising in my book. I mean, at this point, they're just going to have to have pictures of it in use and go, it is a gun, just to be safe. It identifies as a gun. Ooh, that's a good idea. Turn the tables on them. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Start advertising the liberal way. This weapon identifies as a safety. Yeah, that might work. And then they're going to be like, well... You're oh, you're marketing, marketed it, try to push people to go shoot places up. I don't identify it that way. That's your argument, because we can just identify whatever you want these days. There is no real answer. It's oh man, don't even get me started on this. But the one thing that makes me want to punch someone in the face faster than anything is this whole my truth is different from your truth the hell does that mean there there is truth and then there is non-truth there there is no in between that people just make stuff up now and this is one of them where are you really going to push more then you know what i should be owed about 11 billion dollars yes 11 billion dollars for mcdonald's because the times in my life i've been obese it's because mcdonald's advertise themselves to be evil assault burgers. Uh, This is just stupid. Has anyone ever won a lawsuit against Jack Daniels because they promote alcoholism? Well, they show it's fun to drink, and then I got drunk and drove a caterpillar into somebody's house. Like, you got people suing Jack Daniels left and right for that? No. You don't have fat people suing McDonald's. I'm sorry if that's insensitive. Not really. I'm not really sorry. I don't care. <laughs> or sorry. Like, sorry, not sorry. If you're fat, don't eat. <laughs> that's it. Don't blame McDonald's. If somebody who is obviously mentally unstable shoots a place up, don't blame Smith & Wesson. A, blame his parents for being idiots, providing him with an, uh, an AR, Oh, or you almost said it. I was going to well, I was going to do funnier. assault rifle, <laughs> but giving him any firearm no, if he's yeah, mentally unstable. If your kid is not all there or not okay or seems troubled, don't buy him a gun. You're if, you, the if you have them in the home, make sure they're locked. Yeah, it's common sense. That's it. This isn't a hard thing to tackle. This isn't this, we don't understand. It's pretty simple. You know, my parents never, never once as I grew up, 
had their firearms locked. I knew where the ammo was. I knew where the guns were at all times. I also knew the consequences of if I touched them. And my dad kept those things so clean that if there was even a hint of a fingerprint that wasn't his, he would know oh, yeah. and get my butt whooped. Oh, yeah. We'll be right back after this break. 636-224-6300. But I never used a phone booth. I never seen the toes. When I'm going to the movies, I take up seven rooms because I'm fat, fat, fat. Hey folks, Kevin Jackson here, host of The Kevin Jackson Show. If you tune in every weekday from 4 to 6 a.m., I will show you no-holds-barred conservatism, and I promise a few belly laughs. Conservatives, you represent the real America, and I won't let you succumb to that leftist weenieism. So check out The Kevin Jackson Show from 4 to 6 a.m. on Real Talk 93.3, the voice of freedom. never stops marching. They're marching against our freedoms 24-7. Now, more than ever, you need the truth. I'm addicted to hearing the facts, the real facts about um, what's going on in the world, not just what the sheep are trying to tell you. I love you guys. Really, I do. I listen to as many shows a day as I possibly can. I've called in several times. Real Talk is the best station in the state, in the world, in the U.S. Our voice and yours, the Real Talk Radio Network. Man, I mean, come on, people. Wake up and smell the roses. Even before all the COVID craziness, Dr. Eric Naputi has been a fighter for truth, health, and freedom, and is respected not only in the St. Louis area, but worldwide. Now he's invited his like-minded colleagues and friends to help. The so-called government health experts are putting their agenda before your health and well-being. And Dr. Eric and friends are debunking the evil and untruths and helping you live a happy, healthy, and free lifestyle. Dr. Eric Naputi and friends, weekdays from 9 till 11 a.m. on the Real Talk Radio Network. Hey folks, it's Kevin at Generations Marketplace. Well, I've been on here a couple months telling you about how easy it is to advertise with Real Talk Radio and how amazing these people are and how easy they make the process. But now I'm here to tell you about how well it works. Every week we have two or three, four or five people come in and telling us, I heard you on the radio. So if you're looking to advertise with a radio station that has a loyal following and an amazing mission, give Real Talk Radio a try. Call 636-299-3702 to become a part of the Real Talk family and let us help you write your success story. You won't be sorry. You've heard it all your life. Location, location, location. But with real estate, it could be more like... Frustration, frustration, frustration. Whether you're buying or selling, real estate can be a real pain in the... The Rick and Tracy Ellis team have been helping take away the frustrations and pains in real estate for over 25 years. They'll get you top dollar in this ever-changing market. Or if you're buying, put you in the home of your dreams. Contact the Rick and Tracy Ellis team at EXP Realty, 636-299-3702. Or email Tracy at TracyEllis.com. Is the auto industry reinventing itself? Hi, everyone. I'm automotive specialist David Finkelstein hosting Automotive Insight every Saturday at 2 o'clock. We'll discuss a variety of automotive topics, including safety recalls, new levels of technology, driverless cars, battery-powered electric cars and trucks, plus new model shortages, all of which are making global headlines. That's Saturdays, only on St. Louis's own, the Real Talk Radio Network. Dan Bongino. 
Hillary Clinton operated an unauthorized computer server. She kept in the bathroom at the Chappaqua house I was at many, many times. She trafficked in classified information because she had no government email account. We know people knew about it because Barack Obama's BlackBerry had her personal email address whitelisted. So it was a government conspiracy, meaning a lot of people knew about it and colluded to keep it quiet. Tune into the Dan Bongino Show Monday through Friday from 11 to 2 p.m. right here on Real Talk, the voice of freedom. Show that you're a Real Talk Radio Network freedom fighter with Real Talk merchandise, polos, t-shirts, v-necks, biker shirts, tumblers, koozies and coffee mugs, and stuff for veterans. All available at realtalkradionetwork.com. Support the voice of freedom and wear it proud. Real Talk Radio Network freedom fighter merchandise at realtalkradionetwork.com. That's realtalkradionetwork.com. I listen to your radio station on 104.3 all the time. I'm the best radio station out there. The Wheel Talk Radio Network. We are back. Again, if you want to call 636-224-6300. So we were talking about Smith & Wesson and how Smith & Wesson's under a lawsuit I guess this this law firm is suing on behalf of not only the victims, but also the shooter and his dad, that Smith & Wesson is responsible for him doing it, that they influenced him to do the shooting and made him believe that that's what Smith & Wesson wanted. Because they pulled the trigger. Yeah. Like, do you remember the time when people were accountable for their actions? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Huh. Well, like... What what happened to that? You know what? I swear, all this comes from two reasons. All this stuff that's happening right now. Two reasons. One, not enough people spank their kids anymore. Two, too many people have not been punched in the face. Now, I'm, hear me I'm out. Hear me that. out. Oh, the violence is bad. Shut up. So many things have gotten out of control. Because everybody can talk from behind this little glowing thing in my hand that was supposed to be meant for phone calls and texting and emails, but somehow everybody everybody becomes Chuck Liddell from behind their phone, just tough as can be, ready to fight everyone. No one will say this stuff to my face. The stuff people have said to me on social media never have said to my face. Hey, I've got an idea. We have a combatives room. I've, dude, I've tried. I've had people like, if you like to continue this conversation further, if you really are not a Facebook tough guy, here's the location. We can talk in person here. At this point, you have taken this conversation to a different level than I think in order to keep it respectful, we should do this in person. Because people get put in check when you have conversations in person versus online. And I, I honestly, I firmly believe a lot of the problems we're going through now is... How many times growing up did you have an issue with somebody? You took it outside. You guys beat the daylights out of each other. Or one person got the daylights beat out of them. And then either A, that was it. There was no more issues. Or B, you end up becoming friends with oh, them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, some of my closest friends I have been in some serious, serious fights with. Mm-hmm. Even especially on deployment, man. You're living with each other. Everybody stinks all the time. You're under a ton of stress. I don't know how many fist fights I got into on deployments, and they're as close as family to me. Oh, yeah. 
But I, I think that's a lot of issues with what's going on in our country is people stop punching each other in the face, man. That's what it is. Make hitting people great again. That's what we need. <laughs> Bring back old school way of living. Like, hey, you know what? I don't appreciate your tone. We're going to step outside. You're not going to hold your cell phone up and record me. You're not going to be a Karen. We're not going to call the cops afterwards. I'm going to knock your teeth down your throat, and then we're going to shake hands, and I'll buy you a beer, and we're good. Allegedly, there may have been a time where something like that happened, and then there was a bystander that had the phone, and allegedly that phone got smashed, too, because yep. it was recording. But, I mean, that, that's just like, that's like third, fourth, fifth hand. Like, I, I mean, I don't know I don't know nothing about it. It was just, yeah. It was on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right after bum fights. <laughs> yeah, so uh, just a, another example of how they are blatantly trying to come after fire manufacturers, the Second Amendment. They don't really care about fixing the problem or the root problem at all. No one's addressing the issues of why, what was wrong with this kid? That made him want to just randomly go shoot people up on Fourth of How July. How old was he again? I don't remember. Let me look that up. But I mean, no one's addressing any of that. No one's asking questions. No one's trying to figure out what his issue was. Why, if he was a disturbed individual, why was his dad providing him with a firearm? Nope, they just want to blame the firearm manufacturer who manufactured an inanimate object that on its own can absolutely do nothing. Well, the dad purchased it and gave it to him, correct? Correct. So, Correct. I mean, that's still, how does that, then there that should, should be, be on his dad. Yeah, then there's some on the dad. But nope, not going not gonna to question that at all either. We're just going to blame it all on the gun manufacturer because that makes the most sense. <laughs> and this is the second time we've seen it. I want to say it was uh, Remington, wasn't it, who got blamed after a, uh, I can't even remember which one. I'm sorry. There's been so many different shootings that it's hard to keep track of which ones were which. Which, I mean, there, there's completely nothing right about mass shootings or anything. I mean, that's that's BS. It, it doesn't need to happen. But it's – you don't go after the manufacturers. I mean, that's – It has nothing to do with it. It has absolutely nothing to do with it. Um. And there was just one in Russia recently, too. I don't hear about that one. Yeah. And, I mean, guns have nothing to do with it. It's the weapon. It's the, People have ill intent in their heart. They're going to commit a crime no matter what. I mean, you can use a hammer. You can use a baseball bat. You can they use, have mass I mean, stabbings in the U.K. Yeah. Pretty regularly. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, very regularly. Makes no sense. I mean, it has nothing to do with the gun. If guns were illegal, they're going to use something else. And continuing to go after the firearms manufacturers and try to push more legislation is only screwing over the people who are law-abiding gun owners who use this for sport. I have been buying guns, shooting guns, training with guns, doing all kinds of stuff since, like, 2003, 2004. I have, stateside at least, never, ever used my firearm on another person or even pointed at another person ever stateside yeah I, never there there was there was one time stateside um that i that i pointed my firearm back and it was someone road raged into a parking lot pulled their gun waving it at everyone 
I pulled mine out, and then he got in his car and took off. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Like, called the cops, said, hey, this is what happened. Go and let you know. I drew my weapon back. I was like, didn't fire, but yeah. And there you go. Pass. But I mean, pass that. No. There's lots of people who own guns their entire lives. In fact, I would say 99.9% of firearm owners are never actually going to use their firearms on anyone. Yeah. It is a fraction of a fraction of a fraction. You are much more likely to be killed by a drunk driver than you are to be killed in a mass shooting. More people are killed every year from drunk drivers than in mass shootings. But no one's going after alcohol companies. Well, I mean, meth's illegal. Yeah. That's, so see, that's see how well that works. Go over to Franklin County. See how easy it is to find. Yeah. So is fentanyl. How many overdose? Fentanyl has overtaken every other drug this year, I believe, for the number one killer out there yeah. is fentanyl. Fentanyl kills way more people than guns. We should go make it illegal. That's what we should do. Oh, wait. It, it already is and amounts to absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. So that's our little rampage on that. That's There's really not much else to be said because it doesn't matter our opinion. The government's going to do what it wants, and these asinine lawsuits are going to continue by asinine liberal left-wing extremist lawyers who are halfway doing it just for clout. And then you've got these ridiculous organizations like the Everytown Moms and the Brady Brady Bunch, <laughs> um, stuff like that. Back to war stories that are actually more entertaining to listen to. I'm trying to figure which ones are radio safe. I have many, but not many are radio safe. What's a what's the closest call you had aside from your foot? Well, it doesn't count. Uh, I mean, it's still a close call. You survived. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the uh, landmine of the foot that definitely. Uh, um, oh, it was just one landmine, okay? Dude, believe it or not, three ounces of explosives is a lot. pretty gnarly. People yeah, don't understand no. that. I'm like, dude, <laughs> it does not take a lot to do a significant amount of damage. I mean, at the time, like I'm six foot four, and at the time I was probably 240 pounds. Yeah, and uh. If I'd have been a smaller person, they said I'd have lost my foot off of that. So I mean, um, yeah, I mean it's. I mean, I got pictures. I mean, it literally split my my Merrill hiking boots, just split the sole open and everything. And I'm like, dude, whatever. I'm, I mean, I still got it. I mean, there were there were guys that uh, once we got back to uh, Bagram, we were sitting in the emergency area, and uh, they're like, dude, they're like, what what happened to you? I was like, stepped on a landmine. They're like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, what happened? They're like, dude, same thing. And they're missing from their knee down. I'm like, whoo. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Hit the jackpot on that <laughs> one. I mean, for, honestly, for what happened, you couldn't have had it turn out any better. Because, I mean, yeah, there's been a lot of people who step on landmines as well, and they're at least missing a foot, usually a leg. Dude, I mean, my, my guardian angel's got to be tired. It's, it's like a like cat's yeah, nine lives or something like that, dude. Like, I hear you on I mean, that one. First, first deployment, like, I mean, we got mortared, and the mortars were... While, while we were cordoning off an area from an IED, I mean, we, we took two mortars that hit the ground within 10 feet from me. They went into mud, didn't detonate. Should have been I dead love there. when that happens. After EOD cleared it and, uh, and detonated the, the charge and everything that we were, uh, we were cordoning off, it was a minimum of three 155 rounds that I was standing directly over top of. I'm Wait, like, dude. For anybody listening who isn't familiar with that, three 155 shells are enough to vaporize, like, a target. 
I mean, it, not not like a target, but I'm talking the store target. Would you agree that like oh, yeah. three one five five shells would probably destroy most of like, a Target I, or a Walmart? I'm an easy Walmart super center. I mean, they yeah, easily so, destroying that. A person standing on those, and, you'd yeah. be finding parts of Justin in Pakistan. Uh, there w- I mean, it would just be vapor. There wouldn't be anything left. No, so, that's I mean, a good like, point. That was probably one of the closer ones that, uh, I mean, there, that's there, close. Are, there are a lot that, like, I mean, if they played out the way they, they were supposed to, <laughs> according to the, the uh, Durka Durkas or whatever you want to call them, yeah. then, uh, I mean, yeah, that would have been, been bad. But. I'd say my top three closest ones that come to mind, uh, first one, uh, because we shared a base with uh, the Iraqi army, you can't exactly trust them, and they'd love to get in our Humvees and steal our grenades, steal our equipment, steal our guns, stuff like that. So we had to have what's called truck watch, where when you're not on a, not on an op, you're really just chilling. It's not a big deal. It's not a punishment or anything. You can sit out there with headphones or music and a magazine, and basically... Everybody takes four-hour rotations, and you're making sure the Iraqis aren't stealing crap out of your trucks. So I'm on my usual shift to truck watch in my little Silky's booty shorts and flip-flops because it's 130 degrees out, and I'm trying to get my tan on. And uh, I'm out there chilling, and we got our afternoon mortar attack. We got after we got mortared about one to three times a day. Pretty consistently every day. So you get kind of used to it. Call to prayer and then mortar after that. Yep. And um, once you've been mortared enough, you kind of get a good idea of... And for anybody who really doesn't know, mortars, it's basically a, a, a bomb that gets dropped in a tube with an explosive charge, shoots out of the tube, flies through the air, and either detonates upon impact on the ground or air burst, it detonates... Eight feet off the deck, I believe. Kind of, kind of similar to like uh, what you'd have like your professional fireworks shooting out of a tube, something yeah. like that. I mean, it's just a bit more destructive. Oh, yeah. uh, there's 60s, there's 81s, and then there's the big mamas, the 120s, which are massive. 120s will take out buildings. Um, so we always got hit with 120s, and uh, I'm chilling on truck watch, and I hear the shot out. Mortars make a very distinctive, th- yep. very distinctive thud. And uh, I'm like, oh, here we go. Didn't think anything of it because it happened two or three times a day. But uh, you kind of be were able to gauge where they're going to land and how close by the noise. Oh, yeah. And you, if you hear them whistling, it's coming in hot. This sounded like someone threw a freight train at me. And I'm like, oh, no, this isn't good. I've never heard this sound before. <laughs> so I got up to run because everybody else went incoming and started freaking out because I realized this is close. I made it two steps from the Humvee. Uh, and the next thing I remember is waking up and uh, the rooftop guys on post were screaming my name. Uh, wake up, my entire body hurts. Uh, I threw up, jumped up. I'll continue this after the break. It's pretty entertaining. We'll be right back after this quick break for our final segment. The Rick and Tracy Ellis team and EXP Realty wants to put you in the home of your dreams. A house is what you rent. A home is where you'll nail your family sign, where you bring your first baby, where you enjoy hot chocolate on a snowy morning, or have to set the card table up for the first family Thanksgiving, where all the neighborhood kids come to play on the slip and slide. Contact the Rick and Tracy Ellis team and EXP Realty today at 636-299-3702. 636-299-3702. 
It's Dr. Eric Naputi. I hope you're having an amazing day today. Hey, let me ask you a question. Are you thinking about fleeing St. Louis County because of all the craziness of the tyrant of Sam Page? Or are you thinking about making a move? Well, if so, I want you to support us here at Real Talk. And I want you to call our owners, Rick and Tracy Ellis, by the way, who have been in real estate for over 25 years and have sold over $300 million in real estate. Listen, you can call them directly at 636-299-3702 or visit tracyellis.com. When Kel Brazil left the Real Talk Radio Network Morning Show, we were all devastated. But now she's back. I'm real excited that Kel's back on. When I heard you were back on the morning show, I was totally thrilled. Oh, God bless you. Thank you. And that's what I started listening again. Just like getting a long-lost love back. Kel Brazil, weekday mornings from 6 till 9 on the Real Talk Radio Network. He grew up fighting for America the right way. Instilled in him was Christian and conservative values. He's a political science major. He's even an author of conservative prudence, fighting for America the right way. He is Victor Nieves. Like I say all the time, if you don't know the Constitution, if you don't know your rights, well then frankly you stand no chance whatsoever at ever being able to defend or protect those rights. The Victor Nieves Show, weekday afternoons at 5 on the Real Talk Radio Network. The Real Talk Radio Network app. Tap Tap it. it. Just go to Google or Apple, search the Real Talk Radio Network and click on the Eagle logo. Then the Real Talk Radio Network will be available to you on demand anytime, anywhere. Tap that app! Tap that app! The Real Talk Radio Network app. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Work. Available on Google or Apple. Click on the Eagle logo. You guys are top notch. You know you want to tap that app. The Patriot Enclave with Brian Nieves and crew is growing more and more every day. I'm a first-time caller. You can become a Covenant Director. As a first-time caller, you are a welcome addition to the Patriot Enclave. The next time you call on call number two, you are going to become a director of the Patriot Enclave. With all the fanfare. With all the the appropriate fanfare. The Patriot Enclave, weekdays from 3 until 5 on the Real Talk Radio Network. I like all of the shows that's on your radio station. I hear more of a Christ-centered conservatism. That's important to me. The Real Talk Radio Network. I'm going blank on this song. Uh, Born from the Valentine's. That's right. I, man, I haven't heard of them in a while. That's old school. It's like when a tray you is real big. Yeah. And kill switch. Yeah. Still, that, good. Still good. No, they are. I like the new vocalist better. Um, yeah, so telling war stories. Yeah, so mortar incoming. Long story short, first one, hear the mortar coming in, realize this one was close. Uh I made it two steps off the truck, and then I woke up on the ground. Everything hurt. Did not feel too hot, and uh, it had leveled the back half of the hospital that was connected to our base, just annihilated it. And later on, we ended up finding a chunk of steel about three, two to three feet long that had apparently ripped right past me and embedded itself in the concrete jersey barrier behind me. So that one was close. That would have cut me in half. Number two was a few weeks later. Uh, 
Man, I got to stop. I should have picked this up. It was also while on Truck Watch. Uh, we had a... Truck Watch. Seriously. We had a uh, Chechen team in the AO that... Uh, there's this story, and this was known apparently like Iraq-wide. Um, this Chechen team had caught a group of Marine Scout snipers out, and the new guy was supposed to be on Firewatch, and he had passed out on Firewatch. And the Chechen team, team crept up and slit everybody's throat in their sleep and stole their gear. And um, we think it was this Chechen team in the area because... Generally speaking, the Iraqis cannot shoot to save their lives, literally. Um, these guys could shoot. And they had me pinned down pretty good one night. It was a sniper. And uh, I thought I had an idea how to get him. And I maneuvered past this open area. Once again, typical fighting uniform, booty shorts, flip-flops. Uh, this was nighttime, so I threw on some nods, night vision device. And grabbed my rifle, and I had about a 60-meter open area that I had to sprint to, and then there was this wall. But on the back side of the wall, there's like a two-foot, three-foot tall step. So I could kind of be in defile behind cover of this concrete wall. I had a fix on his position. I thought if I had a shot, that would be the place I could get him from. So I take off dead sprint across this open spot because it's a long open area. And when you've got a sniper and you're pinned down. It's even longer when it's like that. Yeah, 60 meters might as well be 6 billion meters. So I'm running like I've never ran before in flip-flops, poor choice. And my flip-flop at the last minute, right as I'm maybe 10 yards away, uh, snaps. And I face plant hard hit the wall and the ground at the same time, right as a deafening snap hit right above me. Laying on my back, I look up, and right where my head was, there's a hole now. The round had impacted right where I was standing. If my flip-flop hadn't have broken, that would have shot me in the face. And then third, actually the closest one out of all of them was the third one on my second appointment. Very long story short, because this is a long one. Um... Uh, Observation that, uh, like a recon mission that went bad, we got exposed. Uh, we thought they were trigger happy guards. We identified ourselves. They then increased their rate of fire on us. Uh, I had a plan. My quote unquote squad leader uh, lost it and started crying and screaming, What do I do? So I had to take over the squad because he became useless. So I engaged uh, cover and it's called cover and bound. I provide cover, fire, and set. I expose myself to the enemy to draw their fire and cover so my guys can get back. Then they set in a better position, provide a base of fire so I can pull back, and you do that till you're in defilade or no longer in sight of the enemy. Well, they kind of forgot that last part, so I stood up, exposed myself, drew their fire, and on about the third magazine, I look over my shoulder to try to figure out where everyone was, and there be no one there. <laughs> they straight bailed, said screw this, and ran down the hill. <laughs> they just so, they forced gumps and just kept on running. Yeah. I thought I was dead at that point. Uh, it was two RPD bunkers had now opened up on me. Jeez. So I dumped the rest of that mag, slung my rifle. For some bizarre reason, I didn't want to face where the rounds were coming from. So I just turned my back to walk away and uh, took a round through the cargo pocket. Took a nice big fat 762x54R through the cargo pocket. I thought my leg had been hit and I just didn't feel it yet. 
because I felt something tug at my leg, but no pain. I'm like feeling down there, look, and I just feel a hole in my cargo pocket. I'm like, are you serious? Because <laughs> I was watching like dirt hit next to me, dirt in front of me, dirt all around, just, like from like when they portray the movies, like where you see like the, yeah, yeah, that's actually exactly what it looks like, like. and uh, zipped me through the cargo pocket, but uh, didn't didn't get hit. That's definitely the closest call I had. So I'd say that's that's my top three closest. There's been quite a few others. I had this. Uh, no one argued with me when I called dibs on the fifty cow, and now I realize why because I was an idiot. When you have the biggest gun, shocker, you're the first person everyone shoots at. I didn't think that one through. So here I'm all happy because I got the biggest gun out of everybody. Every single freaking time we got shot at, it's me. I'm the first one to get shot at, or the only one. Every like single time. Too. Like the 50s mounted on the I was number truck. two. If you're number two. I was gonna say, yeah, like because in case like... we had to clear stuff out, like get cars away, the 50 will just punch right through everything. We, dude, like first truck and, and last truck were always the two that got hit. Like they were always the two that got annihilated. See, for for us, it was two and three. That's when they started picking up that if they hit two and three, the first would stop and our SOP was to back up and connect and try to push through and tow in place if we could. And that's when they'd set off secondaries. So they'd actually hit the center convoy first, then secondaries and tertiaries would be outer. And this was the day and age where sometimes they'd still do a complex ambush on top. We had an army convoy go through of pogues, uh, people who aren't grunts, for those of you listening. Which and, does uh, include field artillery. Cause yes. Field artillery are not grunts. <clears throat> Cav scouts. Yeah. Well, I mean, that'd be like ballerinas then, wouldn't it? Basically, okay, yeah. yeah. And uh, we warned them, hey, this stretch you're going down is no joke. Make sure you guys are ready. And if you get hit... And you're still able to move, push, push through, don't stop. They didn't listen. They got tore up. That's it for today, guys. We, we managed the entire week without TJ, and we didn't burn the station down. Yay for we us. We still have a few minutes here. True. Uh, I'm not sure when TJ is going to be back, so I might be filling in for the first part of next week as well. If so, have a great weekend, guys. Enjoy. Stay safe. you have some valuable land, but you really don't need it, and you don't want to pay the taxes. Plus, it's too much to take care of, and the last thing you want is a fast-talking auctioneer to swindle you for a fraction of its worth. You sold my land for how much? I can't even understand you. Let the Rick and Tracy Ellis team test the market to get you top dollar. Call us now at 636-299-3702 or email tracy at tracyellis.com. Rudy Giuliani. Real Talk Radio Network plays a very, very big role in making sure the American people get to know what they need to know. I'm very, very proud to be a part of it. We try to cover the things that are covered up, whether it's about COVID or about Afghanistan or about Biden's incapacity or about the inflation or about what I call the express train to socialism which Biden has us on. The Rudy Giuliani Show, weeknights from 7 to 8 on the Real Talk Radio Network. 
This is Ashley and Kat with Epic Design and Build. Join us on our show, The Epic Hour, from house to home, on Saturdays at 1 and Sundays at 11, where we'll talk about kitchens and bathroom renovations, home additions, and even outdoor living spaces and hardscapes. Each of our projects are thoughtfully designed with our on-staff design team. Material selections, floor plans, architectural design, 3D renderings are just a few of the services that we offer in addition to the build-out phases of construction. If you're interested in contacting Epic, you can reach us at epicdesignandbuild.com. Meet Don from Union, Missouri. Hi, this is Don from Union, Missouri. Don loves his freedom and loves Real Talk Radio. I think it's the true conservative station that we have here in St. Louis. I back. I appreciate everything you're doing. Keep doing it, please. We need you. Be like Don and support Real Talk Radio. Tell everyone you know about us. Share on social media. Most of all, support our sponsors and tell them you're there because you heard about them on Real Talk Radio. Appreciate it. The Real Talk Radio Network. KRTK Herman, KPMO Vandalia, KXCN, K264CY, St. Louis, the voice of freedom.